So you know when you're buying with Matriarch, you are always getting a sustainable product. You are always getting an upcycled certified product. You are always getting a product that has, you know, we, that we've done a full life cycle analysis on. We've worked with Planet Forward to do that. Um, and so I think that, you know, we're just establishing ourselves as a as an authentic and trustworthy brand. Uh, and I think that, you know, we need more of that in this world right now. And so, you know, people are definitely gravitating toward toward our products for those reasons. Welcome to Winning at Work, the podcast for foodies, founders, and food and beverage professionals. You know, if you wanted to discover a new brand, a new food or beverage to try, there are literally thousands of companies out there. It is very difficult to do that. That's why we curate the different the better, and the special brands here each and every week so you don't have to do the heavy lifting. If you're a founder and you're looking to connect with other like-minded executives, we make that very easy. And if you just work in the food and beverage industry and you're looking for fresh inspiration, we have that here in spades. This episode is sponsored by Temple. Congratulations, you're selling in retail. But the competition is fierce and your brand is surrounded by similar products. How will consumers find you? Let Temple show you an innovative retail sales solution. Click on the Attract Consumers link below. Need to attract great employees? Click on the Hire Now below and we'll show you how to use your culture to help you stand out. Stay tuned for this week's episode. Welcome to Winning at Work, everybody. It's Tony. Did you guys know that 33 million tons of perfectly healthy and delicious vegetables never make it to the table? And like 14 million never actually leave the farm. We've had this discussion before on upcycling. However, when I notice that there's someone out there who's developed a company, building a company to solve the upcycling solution, and they're bringing it to retail, not just food service, not just for um, you know schools, hospitals, or maybe food banks, things of that, that nature. But when I discover something's making it into retail, that is really interesting. And today I'm welcoming in Anna Hammond, the CEO of Matriarch Foods. Anna, what a huge undertaking you are going through tackling this massive food waste problem. <laughs> yes, it is. It is certainly gigantic, but needs to be fixed. And, and that's our mission here. When did you get exposed to this in your life, in your career that was became kind of your founder's moment? Yeah, I mean, before launching this company, I, I spent... Uh, almost a decade <clears throat> building a healthy eating program in public housing in New York City. Uh, and if you don't know or your audience doesn't know, public housing by number of people is technically the 10th largest city in the United States. So many wow. people, you know, needing healthy food, just like everyone, uh, but with, you know, lim more limited resources. Uh, and the program was really focused on teaching young people how to cook healthy food on a budget because if you're living on a budget and you don't know how to cook it's very hard to eat healthy food in a regular way and simultaneously Correct. we were working 
with farmers in upstate New York, uh, and the program I ran had had its own farm, uh, 13 acres in production and 9,000 square feet of greenhouse. And there was a lot of surplus every week that we were trying to place in food banks, church food banks, calling people up, having them pick up. And we did get some of that product into our classes, but there was just so much produce and also a huge need for farmers to have extra income and simultaneously a desire for access to healthy food uh, with our students. And I just, you know, that, that was kind of my aha moment is we can create access from this excess. And so I launched the company about five years ago. And, and five years ago, there was, you know, already a lot of work being done, data analysis of food waste, um, its impact on the environment, Refed was already about five years into their uh, right. into their dashboard, and then COVID hit, and I think everyone just got so much more aware of the dire effects that food waste has on the environment, the massive need for healthier food, and. So now I don't really have to explain to anyone what either of those, <laughs> either of those issues are. <laughs> right, um, right. And it's, a little bit you know, of the education has like been done say, for you. Yeah, I mean, you know, done unfortunately through a lot of, you know, a lot of loss. But, but I think that you know, if there's any silver lining, uh, people have a, a much better understanding of the impact that food waste has on global warming and are very interested in in doing something about it. So, well, and I love that you're going broad. You're not just retail. So for those people who are going to be looking for it in retail, which we will get into, but, you know, you are offering this kind of healthy, low sodium, you know, a vegetable broth and you've got some other products, sauces and, and stews, but you're, you're also getting that into hospitals, schools, food banks, um, other food service channels. So that's great. Um, but I find this interesting. So one of your veggie broth concentrates is about two and a quarter gallons of broth. And the benefit of that is pro what almost nine tenths of a pound of that um, is waste diverted from a landfill and over like a hundred and some odd gallons of, of water saved. And there's other benefits. The, the benefits are just staggering when we get into this. Hopefully, you know, the, the consumer is more educated now so you're hitting, wait, before we get into the business model and the retail side, which I, I'm really fascinated about, just tell us something, tell us about the food itself. Tell us about what you're doing, uh, what the consumer can find. You're, you're Whole Foods now, right? With this up in New York? Yeah, we're, we're in Whole Foods. We're in 60 Whole Foods in the Northeast. Uh, we just launched out just a couple of months ago, uh, first in the new store at One Wall Street, and then in another 50 stores all over New York City, New Jersey, Connecticut. Uh, and, we, and we've and we had really like incredible relationship with Whole Foods. They have been very supportive um, of the business and, and the brand. Uh, and then we're also um, going to expand out into co-ops and sort of smaller chains uh, we've done. We decided to do a very targeted northeast launch to develop our, you know, develop our community, develop the data story, and really go deep uh, in a in a targeted way uh, as we as we build yeah, out the retail piece. 
Um, and then, yeah, food, you know, in food service, cool. we're working with the biggest food service companies, the Compass Group, Sodexo, Guggenheimer, uh, Vizient, um, uh, Harvest Table, which is part of Aramark, and really working with the, 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 the interested and engaged partners who are serious about food waste and about scope three uh, and operationalizing the use of our products uh, across their industries. Yeah, they're very food forward. And, you know, working through those uh, partners and also getting into the schools, really smart because the, the, the rising generation, they're very aware and attuned and they will definitely support that. So it's good to have partners that support you. But tell us about some of the products that are actually hitting retail now. What uh, what could a consumer find? Yeah, so we we started out um, in retail with just three SKUs, uh, past, three pasta sauces. So we have an arrabbiata, we have a tomato basil, and a gentle marinara. And we make those uh, working with a manufacturer that does does a high end tomato product. Uh, and the specs for that product mean that, you know, he's been throwing out about 3 million pounds, too soft, too a little too hard, a little too big, a little too small for his machines. Uh, so that's the, that's, we form the, the puree, uh, which is the base of those sauces. Uh, and those sauces are about, you know, an 18 ounce carton diverts almost half a pound of tomatoes uh, from landfill. And also we are capturing and pureeing them within just a few days of being picked. So they're incredibly fresh. And I like to say when people, you know, ask us about what we're doing, and, and I suppose all um, added value products are this, but because we have a very uh, simple ingredient panel, super clean, very fresh, you know, when you have your own tomato plants at the end of the season, you always have a lot of extra tomatoes. And what do you do with those? If you have a little bit of extra time, you make them in tomato sauce. And we're really just doing that at a, you know, very large scale manufacturing level. So you found a premium tomato sauce manufacturer and partnered with them. No, they don't, they don't make the tomato sauce. They're making another type of tomato product. We're making, we make the sauce. I mean, I mean, but they currently are manufacturing and using tomatoes and you're using yes. their quote unquote, their not perfect, their Correct. byproduct. And, you know, people don't, I mean, it's, it's such an interesting thing. Uh, manu- food manufacturing is fascinating. <laughs> the people are amazing. We've been, we've developed some just incredible relationships with large scale manufacturers who, you know, have for many years just seen, you know, seen so much product going to waste for, for all the reasons that we know, the efficiencies of, you know, so-called efficiencies of our food system. Uh, and, and you know, every time they throw something out, they're also throwing out money that they've already spent. So, right. you know, one of the reasons we've been successful in developing these relationships is that it's, it makes good sense for business. You know, you don't want to like, you know, post-harvest farm loss has, you're not only losing the, the product itself, the vegetable or fruit itself, but you're losing the labor, the land, the transportation, all the, the water that's gone into it, all the inputs. So if you're, you know, if you're making a comparison about like, which there's, there are many different types of, of wasted food. Um, you know, the, the place where we are focused on interrupting is, is at the manufacturing level. Uh, because by that point, the product has accumulated so much, um, so much, na- so much natural resources. Okay, that 
really helps me because I was thinking there were so many opportunities for you, so many places to go to start your partnership journey. And you're just going further down the stream, the value stream and saying at this point, at the manufacturing plant, there are multiples of inputs now for these, for example, tomatoes, rather than just at the farm level and trying to then take them from there and ship it. I think that's really smart. Now, I'm curious, I'm curious, because the manufacturing plant already has cost into these tomatoes and they're, as you say, the, you know, the imperfects, a little too soft, a little too hard. Does that help you with better margins because you're able to acquire this byproduct? It does help our, and it does help our margins a little bit. Um, I mean, I think there's a, there's a, a misconception sometimes that upcycled products should be cheaper. There's nothing less expensive about manufacturing what we manufacture versus Correct. another company. Um, and by the time, and especially, you know, for all the upcycled companies, which are still, you know, there, there, no one is, no one is gigantic yet. We will, we will get there, but we are not there yet. You know, we don't have the, the benefit of scale, uh, in terms of, of pricing. So our cogs are, you know, are going to be higher than let's say a, a Campbell soup company, uh, cogs. So they certainly help us in our growth, but they don't, you know, at the at the end, you know, at the end of it, it's not making the product any any less expensive than than regular products on the shelf. The different the differentiator really is climate. Maybe there's other misconceptions. So, are I mean, you say that's a common misconception that it might be slightly cheaper. Are there others that come to mind that the average consumer just would? think of? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, upcycled, the word is sometimes hard for people because they think of recycled. But I always like to focus on the up part. You know, you're, we're, we're uplifting the food system uh, through making upcycled products. And if you imagine, I mean, I, I like to use the example, you know, for our vegetable uh, concentrate, we use celery, carrots and onions. And, you know, any grocery store you go into, you see celery, celery sticks. It's really the center of the bunch of celery. And we're using the other two thirds of it. And when you're a home cook, you might put those things in a bag and put it in the but freezer and, and make a vegetable broth. Or no, no, I'm saying for food, you would make you would make a vegetable. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, no, you're not. I mean, I would, I'm, what I guess the point I'm trying to make is that it, when you're in your home kitchen or you're a good chef, and a chef that has time, you're making your own stock. And we're just doing that at, at the manufacturing level. So it's not garbage. It's, you know, it's an ingredient like any other ingredient. We are just capturing an ingredient that through the efficiencies of the way our current food system works. And I say current because I, you know, I know that we're on our way to, you know, to the next, you know, to the next food system, the next level where, where everyone will be working at, in, in a circular way and, and using byproducts and, and reintroducing them into the edible food stream. Um, it's, it's just, these are ingredients. They're just, they've been thrown out because people are, have to move so fast to, get to the efficiencies of the way that their factories are currently uh, configured. Let's talk about your journey into retail. You said you've got a great relationship with Whole Foods. So for those brands that are out there that maybe are in food service, they want, or maybe they're direct to consumer and now they want to get into the retail game. Tell us about your journey. 
<laughs> our journey is a little <laughs> crazy and it was like it happened really really fast so i you know i don't i i sometimes feel like i don't want to sort of say how fast it happened because i don't want anyone to feel <laughs> bad um but we you know we were focused on food service we launched out our first you know our first palette of product was so exciting it's the first week of march of 2020 and then covid hit shut down food service globally and so you know over those yep. two and a half years we just did everything we could to, you know, sort stay completely focused on our value proposition and our mission, uh, and building a sustainable business and working with the food service partners that we had just started to work with right before COVID hit. And we did some amazing projects with Restaurant Associates, which is, you know, part of Compass Group and and a number of others. And then everyone was like, you've got to, you know, you've got to do a retail product. Matriarch is such a great brand. It's like a 21st century brand that everyone can get behind. They can believe you'll crush it. You'll crush it. And I was like, retail, so hard. <laughs> it's so expensive. It takes forever. Right. It's like customer acquisition, all the things you hear about retail that just, you know, would make, should, should make anyone quake in their boots. But I was like, okay, you know, I think there's, you know, I agree. And we really, if we're going to, if we're going to influence the, the system to change, you know, retail play is, is definitely going to be important for us. We just had thought we would do it, you know, down the line a little further. But um, with COVID and everything else, we decided, okay, we'll develop three SKUs. And I just said, we have to make a product that everyone can use that's a pantry staple you know, from one of these byproduct streams that we've identified. So we we chose uh, tomato sauces because we had developed this amazing relationship with the, with the processor. And we, you know, got the first product off the line in August of last year. And we already had been selling with Imperfect and Misfits. And they took you know, many pallets of our first production, which was amazing and kind of got it out to a, a really um, huge audience that way. And then we went to Expo East, uh, which was our first retail show that we had done. And in the first hour, the Whole Foods team, they were our first visitor, came to our booth. Oh my God. And basically, it's you know, within within an hour we were they were like okay well you know well like let's 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 get to, you know let's talk we'll use this distributor we already had a relationship with um a local distributor in new york and you know and that was that <laughs> so it was like in the first hour of expo east we had we had the whole foods you know buying buying our product and um to be honest i just I, it, it was so big like i couldn't even really take it in you know, so it wasn't so only like six to eight months later now where we're, you know, it's sort of fully operational, but I'm like, wow, that was amazing. Um, and so, yeah. And now, you know, now like any other food company, we have to, it's like amazing to get on the shelf, but you have to get off the shelf. So, you know, we're doing right. demos. Let's talk about that. I love. Um, yeah. Talk and, about that. Yeah. How are you supporting? So let, let, let's not talk about activa uh, activating other doors right now, because I know yeah. you're, you're focusing in a small footprint. You want to get your, your numbers down, your data down. So talk to us about your, your existing strategies for yeah, consumer so demos, you know, is the, it's huge. Um, we do demos two to three times a week. 
Uh, and that I, you know, I, not everyone loves to do a demo. I love a demo. I just love talking to uh, customers about our product and, and their interest and in, in sustainability and in how they cook and how they can become more sustainable in their home kitchens. Um, we've, you know, we've sort of, our, our, I would say our target audience or the, the, um, maybe it's because I love, I love a hung, hungry teenager. So teenagers shopping with their parents are always like the first to our booths, probably because they're like, oh, there's this snack over there. Sample. And, right, right, right. <laughs> but the second you talk to them, start talking to them about what we're doing and and the, you know, and in the environmental impact of our products, they just get so fired up. And, you know, they're like, Mom, Dad, we have to buy this right now. No, not not in the end of the mom will be like, well, we'll try it next time. No, today. Let's do it tonight. And so that's just been a very exciting part of the outreach uh, is just engaging young people in climate friendly food. And then you always have, you know, people, foodies who are really very knowledgeable already, um, obviously are thinking about sustainable um, products that they're buying home cooks. Uh, and also we positioned the product, not just as a pasta sauce. So we kept the ingredient panel very simple, uh, so that it could have multi-use. So yes, you know, quick meal, cook up some good pasta, throw on a carton of sauce, sprinkle a little cheese on and you're done or make a shakshuka or, you know, we had um, a, a chef make a, a, a masala, a, a chickpea masala with it uh, for an event recently, actually, that, that Whole Foods put us into um, with Sama Dada. And uh, so there's so many ways that you can use the product. And we just are, you know, basically out there doing that, obviously starting to work more on our social media. And we've also just gotten a lot of amazing earned press. Uh, we were covered in the New York Times uh, just a couple of weeks after we launched with Whole Foods. Bloomberg did a big story uh, on us uh, and on upcycling and sustainability. So, you know, that that has been really That's great a good lift. Uh, out there. And, you know, and I think we've positioned ourselves um, not, you know, not in some kind of fancy marketing strategic way, but we do what we say we're doing. We are a 100 percent, you know, company that is 100 percent committed to a different kind of supply chain and a different sustainability and metrics. And it's not just one skew. It's all of our skews. So, you know, when you're buying with Matriarch, you are always getting a sustainable product. You are always getting an upcycled certified product. You are always getting a product that has, you know, we, that we've done a full life cycle analysis on. We've worked with Planet Forward to do that. Um, and so I think that, you know, we're just establishing ourselves as, a, as an authentic and trustworthy brand. Uh, and I think that, you know, we need more of that in this world right now. And so, you know, people are definitely gravitating toward toward our products for those reasons uh, as well. And, and also, you know, just the most obvious thing, which it's so obvious, sometimes you forget to talk about, but it's like, it's delicious. It's very fresh tasting. It has no added sugar. It is, you know, lower sodium than other products. You know, the tomatoes are processed within, you know, a few days of being picked. And so, you know, we, and the way that we process them just gives them this like very rich, um, you know, uh, uh, this very rich flavor. 
which just brings out sort of the natural flavor of, of the fruit. So, you know, I think it's just hitting, it's hitting on a lot of fronts. Well, you know, we set this podcast up pretty quick. Normally I'll get samples so I can cook things up and try it <laughs> myself. So I've not, I I'm imagining that it's very rich. Um, I've not seen your packaging. I mean, I've not, you know, handled it. I've not seen it. So I don't know, you know, what messaging you're conveying on the shelf to the consumer. Are you, how are, are you using social media? Are you doing any kind of geo targeting? I'm just kind of curious what, we are. We're just, I mean, we're just Romos. early days. I mean, you know, we're, you know, we're an emerging brand, so we don't have like a $5 million but, uh, marketing budget. You don't have but, $5 million um, to throw yeah. at a click campaign? <laughs> we do not, but we have a really great uh, marketing guy who's, who's been, who we've been working with for the last six months and we're doing some targeted ads, you know, all the SEO stuff that everyone does. Um, and then, you know, and then the press has been incredible for us. Uh, we're also developing some partnerships with other emerging brands and established brands. Um, so, you know, like a collaboration of food does. Yeah. Food collaborations, um, where, you know, they'll use That's our good. product in something. You know, what's really big and are our live streams. And if, you know, talking about, you know, you having those chefs, you know, create dishes, and then mm -hmm. they they get their followers to kind of buy the product that they're using. That's super popular right now. That's kind of interesting. Yeah, no, and you know, working on those, and then um, we were we were part of the uh, Whole Foods sponsorship at the most recent Cherry Bomb Jubilee, and and they brought in Samadatta, who's got you know, I mean, she's an amazing she's an amazing person, like just straight up, like before you talk about food, just like a genuine friendly interested you know engaged human being uh and so she developed a recipe using one of our sauces and so that you know that got a lot of play and and um, got out there so i think it's you know it's it's um some of it is just organic uh community building and and um and then we'll do more as as you know as we keep on with this crazy journey Exactly. As as the revenue comes in, you start to, you know, put a few more marketing dollars behind the other ideas that you get. One of the things that you said that I, I really liked, and we didn't touch on it that much, but you've got these young influencers, these young advocates, when you're in the store and the sampling and the teenagers. And I think that's kind of interesting. Be kind of curious to see, you know, if that takes legs. Yeah, no, I mean, the teenager, teenagers are really interesting. Yeah. Yeah, and they, we've we've just started talking with a few of them about about doing some some projects together. So stay tuned and watch our space. Oh, look uh, at that! Look at that! I I I uh, I tapped into something there because you get those little micro influencers that that could be kind of fun. Well, I think it's really exciting, Anna. And so tell us again. So it's it's in the Whole Foods stores. You've got what ten in, in New York. Northeast. Um, it's in, in 60 Whole Foods Northeast, so all of New York, Connecticut, New Jersey. Uh, and then we're also available on Amazon. So you can really get us anywhere uh, if you want. And also uh, we're on Misfits uh, and Imperfect online, uh, also with Hive. And more stores in the new Northeast coming on soon. 
That's exciting. And also on well, our webs, you know, and if you really, you know, if you don't want to shop on Amazon or you don't have any of those other platforms, you can also order it on our website. Yeah. So what is the website? Uh, matriarch with a K foods.com. Well, I think it's a great idea and it sounds like you're getting a lot of good free press and that's great. You get the good organic growth. And as you said, the product tastes great. None of this matters if, if the consumer doesn't like it. So it's got to taste great. It's got to be fresh. Sounds like you've nailed it. I'm going to have to go and and try it because um, every now and then you just got to have that kind of quick dinner. You don't have time to make something. Let's just throw some pasta on and uh, do some marinara. So it sounds great. Well, what we'll do, Anna, we as you begin to you know grow and some of your strategies kind of take hold, I would love to do a live stream with you at some point. We can kind of talk about the... Sure. Um, you know, the next steps on your retail journey. Um, we've done a lot here on the podcast about food service. So that's why I wanted to just, mm. you know, spend a little more time with you on the retail side. We didn't, we didn't go too deep. Um, I guess I do have one final question before we go is, uh, do you work with a merchandiser or does like your, uh, your broker or distributor, do they handle that? Uh, on shelf for you we i mean we're working with dirty hands uh right now they're really great and they've been you know helping us with distribution and all of that they're a broker uh, and then we have a part-time uh person on on, t- on our team who does the merchandising so they go through they just go around the stores and, and they make sure it's as yeah. it should be and then we you know and it's all about building relationships to be honest and and you know so we'll go into whole foods and talk to the store manager and make sure they understand what the product is and usually the second we start talking about it they get really excited about what we're doing uh and you know we're talking with whole foods about doing some more more just in bigger ways around sort of general sustainability and and climate friendly food um because you know everyone needs to work together to to get to the change uh place where we need to be and and um and matriarch seems to be a convener of some of that yeah well you're right at the center of it so that's great well i look forward to talking to you more on this journey and seeing how it unfolds for you for you and your team anna well thank you tony so much for having me on your show oh it's been a pleasure and i'm glad we were able to make it work in your busy schedule i think well you're traveling now right where are you new mexico yeah i'm in I'm in New Mexico now, um, and then, yeah, I was just in Chicago, and then before that I was in St. Louis, so it is, I'm on the, uh, on the trade show circuit. I was like, no, we are doing this. This is too important, so I'm glad, I'm glad we were able to fit it in your schedule. So, Anna, great talking to Good. you today here on Winning at Work. Thank you so much, and I'll talk to you soon.